You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul, episode 24. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits, everyone. It is a pleasure to have you back. An honor, because I know that your time is very limited. It is so great to be able to jump into a topic that I've been thinking about, and it's because I have another podcast called From Sobriety to Recovery, and in that one, I talk a lot about when you've had enough of something, how you can leave it and and know that it's time to move on. And when I talk to a lot of people after my speeches or at my workshops, at my seminars and whatnot, we, we give it a lot of really amazing conversations about experiences and what the life means. And there, it, it a lot of times these people talk about this fear of missing out or this you only live once. And you've heard me talk about it in other episodes. And it's really why I want to discuss today the act of experiencing everything, but also knowing when you have experienced something enough. Now, I say this because one of the, one of the things that I really push a lot in this show, in my life, uh, what I did in college was just really making sure that you have experienced everything to its absolute fullest. You are in college. You go there to experience everything that you've ever wanted to because when you go onto one of these campuses, there's just a plethora of organizations and activities and so many. I mean, you can, you can be Greek or you can be a, a GDI or you can be in Senate and you can be, or you can be in theater or you can play music. I mean, you can do so many amazing things. And I really want to stress to you that if you go into college and you stay in your in your comfort zone and you don't step out and really start to experience things that you never even in a million years thought you'd like, if you look at the calendar of events in, on your campus and you see something, you're like, oh, there is no way I would ever have fun doing that, then I highly recommend that you go. And what really spawned this, um, because I like to give you guys origin stories, is that I have a friend whose daughter is coming out here with some of her fellow ASU um, co-eds, and they're coming out to Los Angeles for a uh, for like a rap festival. It's like a two day festival down on USC's campus. And uh, this woman and I, uh, we once went to New Orleans for a jazz fest with us, and it was like ten or fifteen people. It was a really awesome experience, and. We were Facebook messaging today about it and just remembering, you know, having gone and, you know, just being these young college kids and, you know, just the the craziness that ensued. And I was, you know, telling her, I was like, you know, just let her know, you know, don't take drinks from strangers, keep her head on a swivel, just be mindful of what's going on around you. I was like, we experienced that in New Orleans. I was like, Hollywood in LA isn't any crazier. It's just because it is a rap conference or a rap festival. Um, and USC is located in South LA, which is right by Crenshaw and Watson, all that whole area. I was like, you know, you just want to be mindful. There's going to be a, you know, a lot of uh, police presence there because there's going to be a lot of gang kind of activity going on in that area. Um, because that's generally where that stuff's located. And it just got me to thinking like, 
you know, when we were going to New Orleans, that's a very, um, it can be a very violent city. You go a block or two off of Bourbon Street and uh, things can go south for you really quick. I got mugged while I was there and uh, I was extremely inebriated and didn't make good decisions. And next thing you know, I got somebody's asking me for all the money in my pocket. And so it, it got me to thinking, it's like, what I... Because I got mugged and you know my life did get threatened, would I still go back and do that again? And, and yes, because I, you want to experience everything that you can in life, and you don't want to let fears overwhelm you, right? Like there's festivals that go on all the time all around the country. There are concerts and there are football games and there are gigantic gatherings of people all the time. And we live in a country where you know terrorism could be a real threat, yet. It doesn't happen that often. And if people were afraid of it happening and therefore they didn't go to an event and then it didn't end up happening at the event they wanted to go to, then they'd just walk away oh, walk away and be like, ah, oh, why didn't I go? And so I really want to stress to you guys to experience everything that you can in your life. In college, when you leave college, you want to experience everything. All right, you want to know when to step into something new so you can gain that amazing experience and have that amazing life experience. You also want to know when to say, I have experienced this enough. And that's really what this conversation is going to be about today. It's the yin and the yang, knowing when to step into a new experience and also when, when to step out of it and say, I've experienced this enough. Um, knowing when to quit something is as important as experiencing something just to begin with. It's in that knowing it has been experienced to its fullest that you can say goodbye to it and feel comfortable and knowing that you're not missing out on anything if you decide you're done and complete with that because you have tried it enough. Um, Brooke Castillo is one of my life coaches and I'm in her life coaching scholars. And so she had a, a podcast about this some time ago and I stumbled across it this week and it also brought about a lot of this stuff. And so what she was talking about uh, was, you know, because she did a lot of work with people who were overeating and over drinking and things of that nature. And obviously, I'm in recovery. I've got another podcast about it, for goodness sakes. Um, and it, it really comes down to what are you done doing? What are you fulfilled with? Because by having experienced it, you can walk away as a person who has a valid life experience with that and not wondering what it would have been like had you done it, right? Like, uh, I know if some parents or some administrators or somebody else hears, hears me say some of the stuff I'm getting ready to say, they're going to be like, ah, oh, I, I, you shouldn't be promoting that. No, I'm not going to promote underage drinking. I'm not promoting drug use. I'm not promoting promiscuous uh, prom promiscuity in the bedroom. All I'm simply saying is that you may not know those people who look back and wish they would have done more while they were in college or done more in their 20s, but as somebody in their early 40s, I can guarantee you I know plenty of them. When people have a midlife crisis, it's because they got themselves into this sort of process in college where it was like graduate in four years, marry the last girlfriend you had there, take the first job you get, work your way up there for 10 or 15 years, have a couple kids along the way, get a mortgage, get a, get a car payment, get two car payments, get three car payments, get another mortgage. Maybe you start investing. Before you know it, you wake up in your 40s and you're like, what the frick? How the hell did I get here? Right? Like the talking heads. This isn't my beautiful house. This isn't my beautiful life. Right? This is why people are like, 
I, I watch, I'll shave my head from time to time. I'll turn it into a mohawk. I'll paint my toenails. I'll do some really whack stuff because I'm just living life and loving everything about it. And people will be like, oh, Jesse's having a midlife crisis. I'm like, yeah, I parted my ass off until I was 40. I took care of my midlife crisis in my 20s. I'm good. I'm not going to ever, I'm not, I'm never going to have to just, you know, sell everything I own and buy a Corvette and start hanging out at strip clubs. Uh, I've done all that stuff. Right. And so I really, really want to stress to you that if there's something that you want to try, then try it. You know, if, if you have never been completely, absolutely blasted, then get with a couple friends and it, it, it's your apartment. You know, now I'm saying crap I know the adults want me to say. You're going to do whatever the hell you want to do. You're going to drink too many shots and then go to the bar and drink too many shots and then somebody's going to have to carry your ass home. You're going to vomit all over yourself. You're going to wake up the next day. You're going to feel like ass. You're going to wonder why your bank account's $200 emptier, and you're going to regret every decision you made that made you feel that way, okay? (laughs) Because no one wants to be that hungover. That's okay, because if you don't experience it, then you won't even know what that you never want to experience it again, right? If I had an experience getting mugged on Bourbon Street or getting mugged on Hollywood Boulevard, then I wouldn't know not to wander a couple blocks off of the main strip completely asshat wasted right? You want to do things. There, there really is a been there, done that mentality. There really is. And if you talk to any of your teachers, you talk to anybody else's parents, you talk to any of their adults, and they're going to give you some PC bullshit about how, you know, I, was all, I never got too intoxicated. I always managed to hold my own and blah, 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 blah. Okay. There are those people who have done that. My brother is an amazing man. Amazing, beautiful family, great job, great career. He knew addiction ran pretty strongly in the family, so he's been very mindful. I have no doubt he has had one too many drinks and woke up the next day with a crushing headache. Has he ever drank to the level that I drank? I would be willing to say no. If he ever did it once, I can assure you he didn't do it again. So there will be those people who will not necessarily have partied that hard or have gotten in that much debt or have dated that many people or have skipped that many classes, right? But if, there, if, there's, if there's something that you've wondered about wanting to do and, you're, and, and then somebody else is saying, well, you know, don't turn it into a habit or, you know, don't, don't, don't do it all the time or I don't know, that doesn't seem like a good path to take. That's their fear being projected onto you. Don't, live that. Don't live that. Right? If there, No doubt there are things that you have done, even in your young adult life, that you can already say you are done with. You are over. You do not want to do it anymore. Right? And But then there'll be those times where you'll continue to do it. I, I talk to a lot of people who have issues with their weight, with the dieting, with the overeating, and I get it because I've had, I've had some issues with, with my body weight too, right? And then you come move out to Los Angeles and then people have even more issues with that. So you have to really make the decision on what is it that you are absolutely done with versus what is it you can still tolerate in your life? Right, you, you. There was things that you experienced in high school. Maybe you were a bully. Maybe you were bullied. So therefore, and we all know bullies are just getting bullied at home, 
right? The, that kid who goes to school and beats other kids up is getting beaten by one of their parents. They're getting beaten by a family member. They're getting beaten up by a bigger kid than them, and you just don't see it. Or you do see it, and as soon as they get punched in the gut and end up on the ground, and the bully walks away from them, they turn around and they beat your ass because, hey, they got to beat up somebody. It's all about ego. So you have seen the way you don't want to live anymore. And so what I ask of you is to experience the things you want to experience. Step out of the fear of whatever it is that you've always wanted to try. Step into the act of doing it. I write about this in the book. I've talked about this in the podcast. I speak about this from stage. If you have listened to me long enough, you know I am all about that action. I would not go back and change the way I did things because I had some great experiences at Ball State in Orlando and at University of Florida. Because I took so damn long to graduate college, I got to be at the University of Florida when Tim Tebow was there. Had I gone any time before he arrived or after he left, I would not have the love affair with UF the way that I do. I always wanted to go to a college that had a huge football program, and I wanted to win a national championship while I was there. I wanted to know what that experience felt like. No one can ever take away 2006 from me when the Florida Gators beat Ohio State Buckeyes in the Fiesta Bowl. It cannot be taken from me. Even when Florida won the second one, it was against the Sooners, and while I was there, I was, I was born in Oklahoma Sooner. I was there with my dad. I was sitting in the Oklahoma section. It wasn't as much fun. That first one was really the beauty for me. And if I changed anything I did in my 20s, I wouldn't have arrived at that moment. Right? Even in my 30s, I mean, I can honestly say I'm happy with where I'm at now. I've had the the valid experience of drinking, and now I can honestly say I I am complete with that. I am done with that. And being able to say that you are complete, that you are done with something, is the best way to walk away from it clean and never look back. You've done this with, other, with, with things in your life. You've, maybe you've done it with friends. Maybe you've done it with loved ones in a relationship. Maybe, you, you know, maybe when you were younger, you, were lo- you loved boy bands, and then one day you woke up and you were not into boy bands anymore. You're into Billie Eilish, or you're, you're into Charlie, or you're, you're into techno or trance or rap or Kendrick Lamar, whatever it was. And you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, how was I ever into boy bands? You, but you, you experienced it. It was a beauty. And I can assure you when you get into your 40s and that boy band reunites, you're going to go see them in concert. Because I recently went and saw New Kids on the Block. And I'll tell you what, it was full of 40-year-old women reliving their youth. Um, and that's going to be a beautiful thing. And trust me, you're really going to love it when you when that day arrives. So here's a here's a practice for you. And Brooke talked about this in her podcast. You know, you have to know what it is that you've always wanted to do, and you want to do more of, and then know what it is that you're complete with, and what you don't want to do any longer. It's a simple practice, and all it's going to require is a pen a, pa- a pen and paper. Okay. So there are a variety of experiences that we can have in our lives, and only doing, and only doing them will allow you to know whether you like them or not. Right? If you do the same thing all the time, then you definitely just keeps you in your comfort zone, and then you never really know what it is you like. 
because you've never tried anything else. If you ever say to yourself, well, this is what I've always done or this is what I've always liked, then there's a really good chance that that was something that was given to you by someone else. Oh, I've always just liked that team or I've always just liked corn and I don't know why. Well, probably because someone else in your family just started feeding you corn <laughs> before you knew it. You just ate it all the time. You're from Iowa. You didn't really want to like corn, but everybody else seemed to. <laughs> One of your colleges is named... Well, is it? No, no, that's Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. But anyways, um, there is there there. You can either be open to new experience or you can be close to them, right? There, it's that toward versus away energy I've talked a lot about, right? Are you moving towards something for a positive reason? Are you? Do you go to class? Do you because you want to get good grades? Because you want to feel fulfilled and you want to. Uh, have a job that allows you to achieve the life and the lifestyle that you've always wanted since you were a little kid and you even knew what the hell a lifestyle was, right? Like that's a positive energy. That's a toward energy. An away energy is saying, I'm going to go to class and I'm going to get good grades because I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be stupid. I don't want my dad to, to, to give me the belt. I don't want to be considered a loser. That's a negative away energy. So when you're going to experience these experiences, ask yourself, are you know, are you doing it for a toward or an away energy? If you're going to go out and get hammered, are you doing it to experience it because it's going to be a blast and you're celebrating a really awesome thing that you just achieved? Or is it an away energy where it's like you feel like if you don't go out and get wasted and people see you wasted, they'll think you're a loser, you're unattractive, you're not part of the cool crowd, and you'll have no friends, right? Are you going out and drinking because it's fun with the people you're around or are you doing it because you're afraid if you don't go out drinking, the people won't want to be around you? And remember, whether you realize it or not, and I certainly did not realize it, when you get wasted, a light goes off in your eyes. Now, for me, a lot of my friends drank heavily too. So we all sort of got into this sort of brown blackout phase where none of us knew what the hell we had talked about. None of us knew what we had conversated about that night. So it didn't really matter that we were all blacked out. <laughs> but if you've ever been the sober person around a bunch of drunk people, and then the next morning you try to start up a conversation or continue something that you talked about, and then they have no clue what you're talking about, you'll start to realize, oh, wow, there really is a difference. When my girlfriends in college would tell me they didn't like being around me when I got wasted because I wasn't present, because something about me changed, I just remember us laughing and everyone was having a good time. But now that I'm sober and I go out and I watch people drink, I can see that shift. After the second, third, fourth drink, all of a sudden a glaze goes over their eyes. Their, their speech starts to slur a little bit. They start to make a little bit less sense. And all of a sudden I realize, oh yeah, they're not present with me right now. They're out in their own little world, and they who knows how much of this they'll, they'll even remember. So this piece of paper and a pen, all right, you have the opportunity here to ask yourself, what is it that you want to do more of? Make a list of the things that you want to do more of. Now, there's a it's a physical, in my show notes, I've got this. It's physical, and it's also um, personal. Okay, so physical um, could be, I want to stop, you know, what do I want to do more of? I want to I go out. Maybe you don't drink at all. Maybe you want to experience that. So you want to go out and be more social. You want to go out and have a few more drinks. Maybe you want to try different foods that you haven't tried. Maybe you want to go to the gym and exercise more so that you can feel confident about the body that you see in the mirror because you want to make yourself better for you. 
right? Like, what are some of the physical things you want to do more of? Maybe you want to take more risks, right? Maybe you want to skydive or parasail, you know? Maybe you've never taken your car over 65 miles an hour, right? Well, nowadays, it would probably be at least 90 because all speed limits are 70, 75 miles an hour. Um, So make a list of things that you physically want to do, like, do you want to go to more plays? Um, what do you want to do more of? Do you want to go and do stand-up? Do you want to practice the guitar? What do you want to do more of physically? Right? And then there's also the what do you want to do more of personally? Right? Do you want to be on time more often? Do you want to, do you want to stand up and, and be a person of your word more often? Do you want to start your, your homework on time more often? Do you want to uh, clean up after yourself whenever you make food in the kitchen more often? Like, what are some of those personal things, right, that seem a little ridiculous? You're like, really, dude? I'm going to write up, oh, you know, like, you know, I really want to be on time more often. Really? That's so stupid. I'll just start doing it. Will you? Because if you were going to, then you wouldn't have just thought of whatever you thought of that you want to do more of in your personal. Right? So there's the physical, the things that you actually, your actions do. And then there's that personal stuff. Maybe it's you want to do more of getting up on time so that you can meditate in the morning or you can journal. Something like that. Okay? Um, now, and this is, this is really what the whole show is about. What is it you're done experiencing? What is it that you know you have experience enough, you are fulfilled in, you can check it off your box and you are complete with. Make a list of things that you don't like the effect of. Make a list of things that you're done experiencing. A list of things that you have done and you want to be complete with. Now there's that physical, right? It's like maybe, you, maybe you're done being late. Maybe you're done um, dating too much. Uh, maybe you're done um, with the drinking. Maybe you're, you know, and this this is where, you know, what what is it you're done physically and what is it you're done with personally? You know, some of the things that Brooke had mentioned um, or sort of things that she talks about a lot, I talk about a lot. You know, are you done procrastinating? Are you done with, perfect, you know, perfectionism? Are you done, Are you? can you say that you're complete with drinking, complete with drugs, overeating, sugar, oversleeping, having your clothes too tight, dieting all the time, arguing with your, your mom and dad, arguing with your best friends, arguing with your spouse or your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, being mad at your dog for crying in the middle of the night because it wants to go out to the bathroom room, you know, being tired of your cat always stinking up the house with its litter box. Like there's a bazillion different things that you can just be tired of. And I'm just rambling on through things I remember from college, right? You Are, are you tired of hiding your, your cigarette smoking? I, that was something I did for a ton of time. Um, are you tired of not communicating with your sister, very well. It's something I've been working on. Maybe you're tired of, of not communicating with your whoever it is. I'm I, I'm literally running through a million different things here. I've got all these things that that Brooke and I have brainstormed in the show notes. And really write this down because the beauty of it is when you can seriously say I am complete with this. I have experienced it to its fullest. Nothing new, nothing more, nothing amazing will come out of this, then you can say goodbye to that and you're not feeling like you're missing out on anything. You're not feeling like you're taking something away from you. Instead, you're stepping into this whole new opportunity to experience something that you've always wanted to experience. 
right? You ask yourself, what is the point of your college career? Yeah, I know you're young, and there's going to be these times where you're thinking, oh, man, I don't want to be thinking about my life and my 30s, my 20s. Oh, my God, this old, what the hell, I'm still listening. What am I listening to a 40-year-old for? You think whatever you want to think, but there will come a time where you're going to look back and be like, man, I really wish I'd have known then what I know now. I really wish somebody would have told me. I really wish I would have taken the time to pay attention to what the hell was going on around me. So ask yourself, what is the point of your college career? What is the point of your life? If, if you have the opportunity to be whatever it is you want to be, to experience whatever it is you want to experience, to do whatever it is you want to do, to be all that you can be in the army. Sorry, that's an old song. Don't, you don't have to join the army. That's what I was saying. But if you want to, that's awesome too. Um, do you want your life to be full of, this is, these are some of Brooke's words, full of relaxing pleasures, um, more uh, kind, more giving. Um, some of the things I put in here, hardworking, uh, more true to your word. What is it you want to experience more of? And more importantly, what is it you're done with? If you're somebody who battles with their drinking or your battles with their eating or battles with how they look and their clothes, they, you battle with self-esteem issues, then write the down the, 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 those things that you're done with experiencing. If you think you don't look as good as you could because you overeat, then write down the things that you overeat on and admit to yourself that you know deep down that you are done with it, that it is complete. And then make that decision to have it be complete. When I stepped away from alcohol 30 some odd months ago, I was complete. I had experienced everything alcohol could possibly bring to me and many things I would rather not have experienced. So now when I go around and I see people drinking, I don't wish I was doing it. I just simply enjoy them for as long as I want to enjoy them and then I can walk away and I know I don't have to worry about the hangover. I cert- Yeah, I don't, may not be as crazy and laugh as much and stay out as late, but I also get up earlier. I do more. I accomplish more. I feel I have better self-esteem about myself. I know from what I'm talking to a lot of different people that the suicide rate in, in high school and college kids has gone up dramatically. And I do honestly feel that it's because of the isolationism that social media actually brings about. Staring at our phones, not having deep connected relationships. So what are some things that you're done with about that, right? People don't feel good about the way that they look. They get teased about that. They tease other people because they don't like the way they look. Well, if, if that's a thing, then start to feel like, what is it you're done with in that regard? If you think that you are 20 pounds overweight because you drink too much and you eat too much Taco Bell at 3 in the morning, then make the decision that you're done with that. You can literally make the choice every morning when you wake up that you're in a good mood. You can make the choice that these addictions do not control you. You can make any choice you want, but it won't stick if it's not grounded in a true belief that you are absolutely done with it. If somebody else tries to convince you that you're done with it, if you try to convince yourself, that's the worst one because you're in your head using one of your myriad of voices to convince you you're done eating donuts, you're done eating Taco Bell, you're done doing drugs, you're done drinking until five in the morning when you really don't want to be. So then you'll beat the hell up out of yourself 
try to convince yourself you're done with something. And then two or three days later, once you've gotten far enough away from the last time that you regret, all of a sudden you'll be like, well, what's one? Right? And then before you, it may not happen that night, but it'll happen somewhere down the line where that one will turn into too many. And then boom. And then boom. Now you're back to where you were. So there you go, guys. What I want you to do is I really want you to think of what is it that you're done with and what is it you want to do more of? This can be such a positive exercise. This can be such a positive experience for you. Do this with some of your friends, right? Are you always doing this, watching the same kind of movies, eating the same kind of food, doing the same kind of activities? Then step out of it and do something new and radical and awesome. And then more importantly, figure out the things that you're done with, that you want to be complete with. Because I'd be willing to bet a lot of those things that you want to be done with are what's holding you back from stepping into doing more of the things that you've always wanted to do. Because it's those things that you're done with that you've habituated, that you've turned into a habit that's so deeply ingrained that you don't think you can break it. Or you don't even think that it's there, so you don't even know to break it. But if you did break that habit, if you did walk away from the overeating, the overdrinking, the oversleeping, the over whatever it is, it would allow you to finally step into that thing that you've always wanted to do more of because you've opened up that time, you've opened up that energy, and you've opened up that space in your life for something new to step into. You often don't know what's waiting for you out there until you're willing to step away from what's been holding you back. I talk about this in my other podcasts so much because we just don't know what we don't know until we know it. And that often takes so much time for it to even present itself that if we're impatient and we don't settle into this new idea of what it is we're looking to achieve and become in our lives, if we don't step into that and realize it's going to take time to unfold and to write itself out and we just want instant gratification, well, we'll turn back to that thing that we've habituated for so long because that's what's comfortable. And we know what that outcome feels like. And knowing what an outcome feels like is great if that outcome is serving you, it's making you feel good about yourself, but it's not so great if it continuously takes you down a path where you wake up and you regret your what you've done, you're disappointed that you're, you're still making that same decision. When you make that choice to be done with something, it is the most freeing and exhilarating energy and emotion that you will create in yourself because you will have you'll get tingles on your arms and on your back and on your behind your neck and you will know that this was the best decision for you and i will tell you what you'll step into it with strength and perseverance because there will be times where you you'll be tested and you'll have the urge and you'll have the want the need the desire will will flinch towards you. Well, no, it'll come at you and you'll flinch and you'll be like, oh, well, maybe I do want to overeat again. No, just breathe into it and know that you're happy being this new version of yourself. College is amazing because all it is is just a wealth of opportunity to experience, just experience. And if that means that you fly from Phoenix to L.A. to go to a rap festival in the heart of South L.A., then by God, do it because you only live once. And then you can say, well, I've done that. Maybe you'll do it again and maybe you won't. But you'll never know until you do it the first time. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much. As always, hit me up on social media at Jesse Mogul. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to just get it into a habit to do college success habits, uh, the Instagram account. I have not been good, but please jump over at college success habits. Uh, at least follow it. I promise you I'll, I'm going to get better. By the end of this year, I will have figured out a way to habituate the postings. I assure you. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcasting app you're listening to me on. I don't know why I decided to sing that. I don't know why I do some of the things I do, but I hope you're enjoying it. You've made it this far, and I appreciate you. So as always, be inclusive, not exclusive. The power of positive energy, release and flow. Until we meet again, safe journey, my friends. 